Welcome to Mental Health Talk, where mental health is everyone's business. Brought to you by Mental Health Partners, committed to creating a mentally healthier community. And now, here are your hosts, David and Debbie. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome. It's Deb here, and I've got my ever-trustworthy partner, David, (laughs) sitting across from me. And today, we'd really like to talk to you about resources, things in our communities that are there to help people who may be having some struggle with their mental health and well-being. Okay, so David, what's one of your favourite resources? Yeah, I think one of the ones that I use a lot now, and they're going to be guests on our show in the next week or two, is the Urgent Mental Health Care Centre. Now, that's a, a favourite one I like to talk about at the moment because it's quite new. Yes. And it's using a model that hasn't been used in mental health care in Adelaide before. And what I mean by that is uh, they don't need any money from anybody. They've already applied for and got all the money they need to provide the services they provide. And their building, which is in Grenfell Street, is designed using a lived experience model. And what people with lived experience of mental illness have told us is that emergency type treatment is very confronting. If you go to an emergency department of a hospital, it's very bright, it's very noisy. Um, The sorts of people you uh, encounter when you first walk into that department are maybe not experts in mental health and therefore the whole process is very, very confronting for somebody with a mental illness. Whereas the Urgent Mental Health Care Centre is designed like your lounge room. So it's layback chairs, it's beanbags, it's plants, it's TVs, coffee tables, that sort of thing. And each uh, smaller area is designed for some privacy, mm-hmm. but for interaction as well. And the only people you'll encounter in the centre are people who are very, very well trained in mental health and therefore they're going to understand you. And that's really critical, especially if you're in a urgently or critical situation that the person you first speak to has an understanding of what you're talking about. And then the other thing that they do is they don't keep you there. Their goal is to encounter you, give you the treatment you need to relieve you from the crisis that you might be experiencing, and then get you home. And then they send you home with services. They don't just say, okay, well, we've done our best today, go away, we don't want to see you again, we never want to hear from you. They design a a take-home package of things that will support you the next day, the next week, or the coming weeks, so that when you leave, you feel confident that you're going to be supported in back into your lifestyle, back into your home, back into your community. And again, all of the things that they give you to achieve that they don't charge for because they have all the funding. So it's a completely new model. And they are very busy, but it is a model that, you know, and I can only tell you what I actually know to be true. And I've spoken to three people who've actually been through the service model and they've all said that it was far better than anything they've encountered before. Yeah. And David, one of the things I've heard about the Urgent Mental Health Care Centre is that they have half their staff are fully trained mental health professionals and the other half of their staff are people who have lived with a mental illness themselves. So have a real understanding of what it might be like for someone to need to go to an urgent care centre. Yeah, look, I, I can't confirm whether it's half and half, but I've certainly heard something similar myself in that they are coming specifically from a lived experience model so that the people 
that you're talking to, that you're sharing with, that you're deciding on the best options with are people that have either got advanced clinical experience of these illnesses or a lived experience. And I think it's really, really important for people to know when they approach a centre like that, that they are approaching it with some confidence. Some, you know, when I walk through this door, I'm going to experience something that's actually going to help. Yeah. yeah. So, David, where is this place? Yeah. So, it as I said, it's quite new. So, a lot of people don't know about it. So, it's at number 215 Grenfell Street. So, for those of us who know Adelaide pretty well, that's the eastern end of Grenfell Street, down towards the east parklands. And if you are really intimately uh, knowledgeable of Adelaide, you'd know that 215 means that that's a south side of Grenfell Street because all streets in Adelaide are designed with the south side being the odd numbers and the northern side being the even numbers. Okay. So 215 Grenfell Street. And it's a drop-in centre, David? Yeah, so you go in, you don't need an appointment, but you can ring if you need to. Now, the phone number to ring is 84489100. So, as I said, you don't need to ring, Yep. but you can ring. You could ring and say, can I come? You could ring and say, if I come in two hours, am I going to be seen straight away? Or you could just go. Yep. And it's a secure facility, so you can't just walk up to the door, the door opens and you walk in. You need to tell people why you're there. Mm. So you press a button, you say, I'm here for X, and they let you in and they make sure that the person that comes to the door and takes you into the centre. Yeah, greets you, acknowledges the experience that you're having and helps you from the moment you step through the door, you're being helped and advised and catered for right through to the moment you walk out. Okay. So, you know, that's one of my favourite ones to speak about mm-hmm. at the moment. What's one yeah. of your favourites? Well, you started with a really, real, really new service, David, and yeah. I want to start with a service that's been around for a very long time. And the name of that service is Grow. Now, when I was 28... And that's a very long time ago now, because <laughs> I'm 65 now. Yep, I wasn't going to say. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm happy to tell people. <laughs> I actually got diagnosed with depression. That doesn't mean it was the first time I'd ever had depression. Sure. I had my first episode of depression when I was 13, wow. 15 years before I got diagnosed. Yeah. But at that time, I was living in a very small country town called Yorktown on York Peninsula. And I didn't know what to do. I had lots of lovely friends who were trying to help and support me. And my the doctor there got me an appointment with a psychiatrist that actually came to the town. Oh, great. However, he only came every six weeks. Mm. So while I was in the waiting room, waiting to see that psychiatrist, of course, I was sitting there with other people from that area who were also experiencing mental health issues. Right. So that could have been a little bit confronting, sitting in front of those people. I felt it was confronting, but you know what? For a lot of the other people in there, they they actually felt supported by the people around them and mm, I noticed okay. that. Yep. And a lovely lady said to me, Deb, have you heard of the GROW group? Oh, right. Okay. Now, I hadn't and she went on to tell me about it. And what she said is it's a, a group that is cited in our community. Everybody that comes to this group are members of our community, Mm. okay? It's helped thousands of people all across Australia with recovery from their ill health. Mm. And I'd never heard the word recovery before. Mm. And so I asked her, well, what is recovery? Mm. And she said, 
for me, it's learning to live well with my mental illness. Oh, right. Okay. Yep, sure. So, and then she said to me, it's a group, we get together, there's a very strict program. It's a 12-step program, mm. very similar to AA or something like that. Sure. And it's all cognitive behavioural therapy. Mm. Now, many years later, I understand that cognitive behavioural therapy is the top therapy for depression and anxiety, mm. okay? Way before medicine, yeah. cognitive behavioural therapy is the top sure. treatment. So I started going to that group and what I learned there was ways to help myself. Mm -hmm. In Grow there's a saying, you alone can do it, but you don't have to do it alone. Oh, right. Yeah, sure. So, and that's, that really helped me. I knew I needed to help myself but I then realised I wasn't alone. I had all those people in that group. So who actually ran this group, Deb? Is that like the psychiatrist running that group? No, or? we all ran it. Oh, right. The people that come to the group run the group. Oh, right. And, oh, yeah, there's someone that's in charge with the headquarters and everything like that, and they're the person mm. that, you know, does a bit more admin and things. But everybody helps everybody else. Mm. So you get a chance to use your own wisdom to help other people sure. and they get a chance to do the same for you. Right. So if if you were the guy, people running it in your own small community... Yeah. How do, you, how do you find out how to get the whole thing started? Okay, so you contact GROW right. and every state has a head office of GROW. Sure. And, David, I believe I've given you the number for the head office of GROW in South Australia. You did. So you can call GROW on 8298 9299. So that's 8298 9299. If you don't have that phone number or you don't want to call, you'd rather do some research on them beforehand, before you call, you can always just Google Grow Groups South Australia and it'll come up. Or if you want to go directly to their website. It's grow.org.au. Yeah, and then under the heading Find a Group, you could just search for a group in your local community and see if there's already one. Or you could go into the menu, how do I start a group? And then you could look at starting your own group. Yes. Yeah. So I think that's two really great services, Deb. I think one of the, one of the other things I'd like to just talk about quickly mm-hmm. before we go to our first break is something more for people who need urgent attention right now. Yes. Like I... I I don't know what to do. My son is uh, you know, saying that he's really unwell and I, I just don't know what to do for him. Mm-hmm. Who would I call? Oh, well, I think mm-hmm. you'd call the Mental Health Crisis Team. Right. And that is the phone number for them is 13 14 65. Right. And they're a, a group, they're run by mental health services in South Australia. It's a state service. It's free. It's a 24-hour a day, seven-day-a-week phone number that anybody can ring to get help and support about mental health issues. Yeah, so if I go back to that scenario I had, my son's very, very unwell. I don't know what to say to him or how to help mm-hmm. him. I could ring them and just say, look, this is the situation happening. Uh, can you please give me some advice? Yes, mm. and that's what they're there for, to give mm. you some advice, to give you some help. That number again? 13, 14, 65. And that's if there's a... Crisis. It's called the Mental Health Crisis Number. And if there's a crisis, ring there. You can ask for advice. You can ask for urgent help. A whole range of things. And they will be able to help you. So I think that's a, enough for now. We're yep. going to have our first break. And when we come back, we're going to be speaking to Ian from Mentoring Men. 
When you hear the name Bocelli Cafe, you think an Adelaide institution, a family restaurant that's been providing the finest Italian cuisine for almost two decades. Coffee of the highest quality and staff that treat you like family. Spacious, COVID-safe indoor dining and a fully heated outdoor area. The kitchen is always prepared for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Parking's a dream. Bocelli Cafe Restaurant, 81 to 83 Hutt Street, Adelaide. Call them, 8232 3006 to book. Or follow Bocelli on Facebook and Instagram. Radio Italia Uno and Brazier Mobility present The Voice of Italy's Legends, Music and Extravaganza. Saturday, November the 20th at Woodville Town Hall. After last year's successful show, this one promises to be even better. Featuring great classics of Italian music with performances by Teresa De Gennaro, Paolo Mascia, René Albuino, Angel Manzella, Emma Peluso, Mambo Italiano, Nina Fantasia, Angela Cutri, Rocco Carpentieri, Sebastian Votino, Michele Battista, Pasquale Battista, and Daniela Fontana Rosa, hosted by Marta Markowska. Saturday, 20th of November, doors open at 6:30 p.m. Tickets are $40 per person. With limited seating, tickets will sell fast. Book yours by calling 8212-3177. 8212-3177. The Voice of Italy is proudly sponsored by Brazier Mobility, specializing in tailored vehicle solutions to keep you active. Radio Italia Uno, the surprises never end. Better, better for life. As your parents get older, at some stage it's likely they'll need your help. At Southern Cross Care, we'd love to help you help them. Our wide range of quality home care services are designed to take care of mum and dad, their health, home and even garden. We're compassionate, capable, police checked and proudly South Australian. If you want the best home care for your parents, call 1-800-852-772 or visit southerncrosscare.com.au Better, better, better for life Foodland's proudly owned by South Australian families like mine. Our stores are our second home and just like home, we want you to feel safe and looked after when you visit. Thankfully, our customers have always acted like Mighty South Aussies when shopping with us which, by the way, supports all the local family-owned brands who produce the essentials you find on our shelves. Great families, great locals and great food lives here. Foodland, the mighty South Aussies, yeah! Hi, this is David Heath and I'm excited to be bringing my program Soundtrack of Your Life to Radio Italia Uno. Join me Friday nights at 7 for interesting guests, some great music and plenty of fun. It's the best way to kick off the weekend. Soundtrack of your life, Friday nights from 7 until 9 on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Ti piace la musica? Hai voglia di metterti in gioco? Entusiasmo e personalità non ti mancano? Radio Italia Uno sta cercando te. Chiama l'82 123177 e anche tu avrai la possibilità di entrare a far parte del nostro team. Radio Italia 1, diamo voce alla tua voce. Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Mental Health Talk with David and Debbie, proudly sponsored by Mental Health Partners. Welcome back everybody, this is David and I'm here with Deb and... We're about to have a chat with Ian Westmoreland from Mentoring Men. Uh, Ian, can you hear us there? I can, David. Excellent, excellent. Ian, if you could just uh, give us a short introduction of yourself and of Mentoring Men, and then we'll, we'll ask you some questions and uh, inform our listeners about the services you, uh, you offer. No worries. Firstly, about myself, nothing special. I, I had a, a corporate career, uh, mainly in IT, uh, four kids, and we just had our 11th grandchild about six months ago. Wow. So uh, I guess <laughs> our family is a, is a big part of uh, big part of my life. I had a, a life-changing moment. I got on the, the train to come to work on the 10th of September 2013, and I read something that 
motivated me a few months later to quit my job. So I've been a, a volunteer since 2014 and focusing on mentoring. Initially, it was mentoring into high schools through the Raise Foundation, sure. then into primary schools through uh, Kids Hope and then also into the family environment uh, through a program called Coach. Yep. And then in 2018, I was struggling personally. Um, I was really challenged by one of the mentoring relationships and just how to support this young mentee that I was uh, uh, providing support for. And I realized I actually wanted a, a mentor myself. So I looked around for the nearest uh, organization who provided what we call life mentoring to men sure. and was disappointed and amazed that there was no program that I could find out there for men. Wow. Um, lots of programs for, uh, for kids and some programs for women, but nothing for men as a, as a demographic uh, by just about any measure, men struggle more than any of the other demographics, yeah. uh, particularly in terms of suicide rates. Yeah, um, that's absolutely of, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So in terms of mentoring men, it's a free program. Uh, the core is where a professionally trained and validated volunteer male mentor supports another man in that man's life journey. And they do that through a long-term one-to-one mentoring relationship. So typically, we recommend that each relationship goes for a minimum of six months, which enables trust to develop, um, men to uh, open up and, and um, get supported that way. Yep. Um, the program is very much focused on early intervention and prevention. So we want to support men before they spiral into crisis. I, I feel we clearly we need crisis support, but there's a, a lot of focus on crisis support. And I believe it's it's a much smarter, more effective, less miserable by focusing on supporting people. I use an example, the guy loses his job, we could be there supporting him at that point rather than what often happens now. He loses his job, uh, addiction can develop, relationships can fall apart, and then he's in crisis. So the core of the program is this one-to-one mentoring relationship. We also do a number of other things that aim to getting connection between men and the community in general. So we run regular or monthly open forums. The last month we had the CEO of Relationships Australia, Elizabeth Shaw, speak. And the next one's on uh, tomorrow night where we've got uh, a speaker from Suicide Prevention Australia speaking. So these these are open to anyone. They run on the last Wednesday of the month at 7.30. Um, so if any of your listeners would be welcome to join in and uh, listen to that. We also provide um, breakfasts. Uh, 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 we do uh, man walks. We also partner with a lot of organisations in the men's space. So uh, the men's table, uh, the man walk, Etc. Okay. So that's in a nutshell, in my background and, and how mentoring men works. Excellent, excellent. Now, Ian, you you mentioned that um, you work predominantly in the early intervention. Can you explain to us why you work right in that early intervention space, and perhaps a little more about how that works? Yeah. Well, this you said it's one of the, the gaps I feel. There's we had an opportunity to go and talk to uh, senior ministers at Canberra. Our ambassador uh, is a federal MP for a, a electorate in Sydney who, who actually co-chairs uh, parliamentary forms of suicide prevention. And in the discussions, it's really hard to prove prevention. How do you, how do you prove that if something doesn't happen, how do you know that what you've yeah. done mm-hmm. actually prevented that from happening? So there's a natural focus uh, to... To, to identify the people in crisis and support them there. There's a number of issues with doing that. Um, and I I'm, apologise to keep bringing it back to suicide, but it's where the yeah. data is. But half the people with suicide have no engagement with any mental health professionals. Yeah. So you can have all the crisis support you want at the moment, but it's not going to make a difference to half the people. Um, there's a lot of misery and, and, and brokenness that happens as men spiral into crisis. I've talked about addictions, domestic violence, relationship breakdowns. All these things have the potential to be avoided if people are being supported uh, uh, up front. 
So often we could be providing that support in conjunction with mental health professionals or, or other professionals as well. So the, the two can work side by side. The advantage of the mentoring relationship, it's a long-term relationship. And so it, it, instead of someone getting treatment from a professional, when that just treatment just stops, um, and then what happens? This could be a, the mentoring relationship can continue post post the treatment. Mm. Yeah, um, Ian, I find it. This is fascinating for me because I've worked in the mental health st- uh, area for over thirty years, and one of the things I've always felt was that people have to become unwell. <laughs> before we give them support. And what your organisation is doing is saying, let's catch people, you know, before they get in that unwell state. And, you know, when they're just at that place where they're maybe having some struggles, where they realise, hang on a sec, I might need a little bit of support here. And you may, and I suspect are, helping and supporting men not to become severely mentally unwell. So, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I feel really excited about knowing about your program, and we certainly, in all our trainings, do talk about your program. So I noticed that mentors listen and support. And then they help people start to goal set. So can you tell me a little bit more about goal setting and what that does and how and how it helps somebody? Okay. So first off, Deb, you mentioned listen, and as part of our training program, there's a poem uh, by uh, written in I think 1979 by a guy called Ray Horton called Just Listen. And I... To me, it epitomises what mentoring men and what mentoring should be all about. So I recommend, strongly recommend, just uh, uh, having a look at that poem and just uh, letting the words resonate. Yeah, I actually have heard that poem and it is amazing. Yeah. 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 uh, I get quite emotional every Mm. time I hear it. And I think we could do that more and more often. Now, with goal setting... We, we don't put any pressure on uh, the, the guys being mentored, we call mentees. Yep. But there's no pressure on the mentees to actually come up with a goal um, uh, if, if they don't want to, because that again can cause stress on them. They know that, oh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not getting towards the goal or whatever. Yep. But if they, if they do want to, then they can set a goal and the mentor can work with them to, you know, if it's a, a big goal, maybe breaking that down into stages and and, and, and working with them in terms of the, the developing a plan to actually get them towards that goal and to be able to measure it. I should stress that our mentors are not there to fix another man. And, and often we have to detrain men throughout training course because men often have a tendency to tell them about a situation they immediately default into, oh, I've mm. got to work out how to yep. fix this situation. A lot of marriages are like that. And that's not what we're there for. Um, we've got a, a, um, a, a sentence that uh, the mentees that we're talking to aren't broken. They don't need fixing. That, that's not this. They just need supporting and, uh, yeah. and just someone on their team who's going who's gonna to listen to them. Yeah. So the, the goal setting, if they want to set some goals, fantastic, and the, the mentor will be with them all the way. But if those goals aren't being reached, there's no condemnation. That, that's yeah. all okay. And uh, so, yeah, we don't want to – the last thing – We'd want to do is put more pressure on the on, on a, a mentor. Look, that that sounds absolutely fantastic, Ian. Now we're going to yep. be taking a break in a second, and when we come back, I'd I'd like to just follow on with something that you just mentioned about the don't fix. We're here to support. So we're going to take a break, and we'll come back and talk to Ian again. <laughs> At Elders Insurance Adelaide East, our mission is to provide outstanding service and superior coverage to each and every one of our clients. With over 30 years of experience, we treat every client with mutual respect and understanding. 
will listen carefully to your specific needs and requirements in order to develop insurance solutions with a level of service and coverage you can't find anywhere else. Elders Insurance Adelaide East is a family-owned and run business with Italian tradition which is built on honesty, integrity and trust. Make an appointment today and go and see Tony and the team at Elders Insurance Adelaide East, 54 to 56 Kensington Road, Rose Park or telephone 8364 9477. We're an authorised representative of Elders Insurance, underwriting agency, proprietary limited, Elders Insurance, underwritten by QBE Insurance, Australia Limited. Looking for a new coffee machine for your home or workplace? Look no further than Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your experts in all things coffee. Why not come in for a chat and a special coffee tasting? You'll find us at 264 Gilbert Street in the city. Mention Radio Italia Uno and you will receive a free 250 gram bag of freshly roasted coffee beans. You can also shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au where you'll find our large range of premium roasted coffee beans, coffee machines, accessories, hot chocolates, teas and lots, lots more. I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your one-stop shop for all things caffeine. Estovest, a restaurant that offers traditional Italian food that Nonna would approve of. Famous for gnocchi and authentic Napolitana-style pizza. And every Thursday night, you can enjoy unlimited pizza for just $25. Wonderful coffee and staff that make you feel special. Estovest. Shop 1, 111 Angus Street in the city. To book, visit their website, estorvest.com.au and click on Book Now. You'll feel like you're in Italy. Hi, I'm David Heath. Join me each Saturday afternoon from 2pm until 5pm for Saturday Sports Scoreboard. If you would like me to host the show live from your sporting event, simply email your request to info at italiauno.com.au Plus, we'll be announcing a special sporting competition with great prizes to be won. That's Saturday Sports Scoreboard from 2pm every Saturday afternoon on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM. Radio Italia Uno Sito internet www.italiauno.com.au Seguici anche sulla nostra pagina Facebook e Instagram Radio Italia Uno You're listening to Mental Health Talk with David and Debbie Proudly sponsored by Mental Health Partners Welcome back everybody, this is Dave, I've got Deb with me and we've got our very special guest Ian Westmoreland from Mentoring Men. Now Ian, just before we went to the break, you mentioned something that that Deb and I are really, really passionate about and, and we could hear the passion in your voice about it and that was making sure that mentors are not rushing to fix people but are there to support them. So can you expand on that for us and, and let us know how that works in your service? Um, sure. A lot of mentors uh, uh, who, uh, who come into our training courses think they've got to have all this expertise and, and gain knowledge and, and, and specific for that to try and they're there to try and fix someone. And what we've seen is that just be there, just be on their team. Um, just turning up. I had a key lesson. I was mentoring a young guy at one of the Sydney high schools. We'd walk around the quadrangle. And he said to me, Ian, you know I see the school counsellor. I said, yeah. He said, I'd rather talk to you than the counsellor. Now, that really surprised me because I'm, I'm not the world's best mentor and, and this guy was a professional. I said, why is that? He said, the counsellor sees me because that's his job. That's what he's paid to do. I know you're a volunteer. You're here because you care about me. So the important message here from our mentors, they're all volunteers, is that there's no hidden agenda. They're actually there because they care about that other bloke and they want to support him. And I um, I got nominated uh, by the Raise Foundation for a volunteer award in, um, um, in, in Sydney. And I got interviewed afterwards. And they asked me, what does it take to be a mentor? And I said, well, I believe there's just two things. Do you care? And can you listen? And that's, 
that's it in a nutshell. I mean, you can develop some other skills and, 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 and you know, the art of uh, questioning and things like that. Uh, but it's, it, it's not there to fix. Just, I, I don't know how to emphasise this enough, just showing you care by turning up and just being there and listening. It takes the bars, uh, it gets you there uh, as uh, much as effective as uh, anything else. So I, I don't know how else I can say that. No, look, it, it's absolutely wonderful. I think you've really explained it. Uh, quite beautifully, in fact, and um, yeah, it's certainly my experience in early intervention as well. Is I do ninety percent of everything I do is just listening to people. Yeah, and in you know, so much of what you're saying is resonating for me. Um, one of the things you just said: who's on your team? Your mentor would be on your team and for for someone who works with people that may be struggling with their mental health and well-being that's something that we talk about a lot is having a team you know and knowing who's on your team knowing that those people want to be there to help and support you because sometimes when you're in a really tough place you forget but if you've got your team and they're set and you know who they are, you know who you can reach out to in those moments that are difficult. So, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Look, I, I think a lot of men uh, struggle around how real men behave. They've got this uh, ridiculous view of what a real man is, you know, like the Indiana Jones type tough guy. <laughs> and then when they feel they don't live up to that, there's this shame and then they're reluctant to actually reach out to people because mm. they're reluctant to make themselves vulnerable. I'm sure you both watched Brene Brown, but we we highly, we encourage this vulnerability. We encourage this honest uh, sharing of emotions in a supportive environment. So, if, you know, if I give any message out to these, these men, now they have a physical injury, there's no concern going to the doctor, but they're feeling sad or lonely or, or whatever, depressed. And there can be reluctance because of shame. And it's something my 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 passion my, uh, that I'd love to see is that uh, we address that stigma around mental health, around mm. not feeling okay, and uh, you know, we're putting together a plan to actually encourage more Australian men to uh, to go down that path. I'm right with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, in you just mentioned in the environment that you talk to people in, so. Uh, I'm picturing your mentors, you know, perhaps talking to people on the phone or maybe meeting them at places. How how is that managed? So it used to be predominantly uh, face to face, and uh, so like a, a, a go to coffee, uh, and what we found works really well was going for walk together side by side. A lot of men don't want someone else to see the emotion in their eyes and walking side by side is, is a really good way. Uh, you know, bush walk or something like that is a really good way to address that. Yeah. Under COVID, so we're obviously in the Eastern States as well, uh, and under lockdowns, that became impossible. So a lot of the relationships went virtual, so by Zoom or FaceTime. But now with the lockdowns easing, they're going back to, to uh, meeting uh, face-to-face again. Yeah. So we support either combination. In fact, we're meant to be an Australian-only program, but one of our guys is supporting the guy in uh, in Chile. Oh, so right. there's really no limit. But I guess what we've all seen through the pandemic is the it's opened up a whole lot of possibilities that we hadn't thought of before. Now, we run our training courses every couple of weeks. They were face-to-face. Now they all went virtual, and, and now we run a, a hybrid face-to-face and virtual. So those... Again, that opened up to, to uh, potential mentors. They could uh, join in no matter where they were located. Okay. Uh, you know, Ian, thank you so much for telling us about this. So can I just ask you some really sort of nitty-gritty questions? You, yeah, sure. what, Who can ask to be a mentee? You know, a person what? that receives that listening and support from a mentor. Okay, so part of our core values is that all men, regardless of their background or beliefs, 
are welcome to engage in the program. Um, a few months ago, we ran our first uh, mentor training course in Arabic to uh, Iraqi and Syrian refugees. Um, and amazing impact, great bunch of blokes. In fact, SBS picked that up and we were on uh, SBS News and they showed the, the interviews during uh, Refugee Week. So uh, we don't care about any of those aspects, the, the race, the religion, the, the uh, sexuality, whatever. Mm-hmm. None of those things come into it. So right. I stress all men are, are, are welcome. In fact, we, we have a, a, a contract with one of the primary health networks, PHN, and we are increasing uh, our focus on the CALD, the culturally and linguistically diverse communities. And because yeah. often these people have a, as a demographic, they have a lot more um, uh, social issues, loneliness, isolation, or they mm-hmm. come over their qualifications, often don't count. They, they, they could be leaving a, a, a stressful environment. They haven't got the support networks in place. So we'll go wherever the need is, and the Kelp community is clearly one of those areas. We've also got a number of Indigenous leaders in the program, and we have a number of people who can provide our training course, and Indigenous leaders will be providing training to other Indigenous people. Wow, that's incredible. I notice I've got your um, brochure in front of me, and it says... Uh, your mentors collectively speak over fifty-seven languages. It's it's incredible the 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 talent pool, both in terms of mentors and mentees. So, one of the things I should mention: we ask for the mentees to be eighteen or over. So, we have a number of mentees eighteen, mm-hmm. our oldest mentees in his nineties, and and the mentors are twenty-one and over, and our oldest mentor is also in his nineties. So it's a, it's a real broad cross-section of ages, cultures, as you said, languages, uh, background, white-collar, blue-collar, all sorts of lived experiences in that group as well. And we support the mentors. We, we, have, we run uh, mentor peer support groups, and they could be set up on cultural lines or any other sort of lived experience mm-hmm. lines. Yeah. Geography Brilliant. Yeah. Look, Ian, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. We've got about a minute left. So if you'd just like to share with our listeners all the contact details, the best way that people can get in contact with you and, and start taking advantage of your services. And we'll wish you a, a great day. Fantastic. Thanks, um, So the, the best way to find out about our program is from our website which is mentoringmen.org.au. That's mentoringmen.org.au. We also have a very active Facebook site. We're on LinkedIn. We're on Instagram. And our uh, we have a 1300 number, 1300 583 925. Uh, but the website is the best. Uh, and on the website, there's application forms, the mentors, there's uh, uh, mentee inquiry forms. We also found for many men, it's that, that first step is a big step if they're seeking a mentor. So people around them, it could be referring agencies or it could be family and friends, as long as they've got the man's permission, can actually put in a referral on behalf of, of, of uh, the man in question. Excellent. So stress everything to do with our program is, is there's no charge, all the training is provided free. Um, so, um, yeah, if, if that interests your listeners, please uh, get in contact with us. Brilliant. Thank you so much again, Ian. We've really, really appreciated your time. We wish you a great Friday evening and, and, a, and a wonderful weekend. And uh, hopefully we'll get to, uh, to have a lot more men joining your service. Thanks again, Ian. When you enter Chiera and Sons Fresh Market and Joanna's Kitchen, it feels just like home. This four-decade young, iconic South Australian business is situated in the Hollywood Plaza, Salisbury. For fresh fruit and veggies, see Tony and Frank and their wonderful staff, offering the finest produce and fine foods. And specials last all year, like the Millel Pecorono cheese, just $15.99 per kilo when you buy the entire wheel. Support a family-owned business. Drop in to their Hollywood Plaza store 
or call 828-33-155. That's 828-33-15. Welcome to the family. Yo. Ciao. Armando Paradiso from Unique Stone. Delivering quality stone tops to South Australia for over 20 years. Granite. Marble. Caesar Stone. Unique Stone. Granito. Marmo. Caesar Stone. Unique Stone. Thinking stone bench tops to your kitchen, bathroom or furniture? Unique Stone at Jacobson Crescent, Holden Hill. Call us now. 826-2280. Unique Stone. We won't be beaten. Come on. Que stai facendo? Yo. Chiama adesso. Have you heard of podcasts? Podcasts are like having a personal radio station that people can listen to on demand about topics they are interested in. And now thanks to Podcast City, you can record your own podcast and have your own on-demand radio show. You can use our professional recording equipment at the studios of Radio Italia Uno or Podcast City can come to your location with our mobile studio. Podcast City can just record your audio or work with you to plan, record, edit, and distribute your podcast to your audience. If you would like to find out more and receive a free podcast startup checklist or book a time to record your podcast, call Radio Italia Uno on 8212317 or go to podcastcity.com.au. Podcast City, podcasting the easy way. Join me, Ron Fiedler and Karen Fiedler each Saturday morning from 9 to 10am for Talking Real Estate, your guide to real estate in Adelaide and South Australia. We'll bring you the latest local real estate news, interviews, tips and advice from property experts, plus report on the Italian property market and let you know about the week's open homes and upcoming auctions. And don't forget, I'll be bringing you my open home of the week. On Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM, Talking Real Estate, every Saturday morning from 9 till 10am. Be in the know with Adelaide's local real estate show. Vuoi promuovere la tua attività? Vuoi aumentare il tuo volume di affari? Non sai a chi rivolgerti? Chiama Radio Italia 1. Il nostro staff commerciale è a disposizione per ogni informazione o preventivo personalizzato. Chiama all'82 123177. Radio Italia 1. E anche tu sarai un numero 1. Radio Italia 1. You're listening to Mental Health Talk with David and Debbie. Proudly sponsored by Mental Health Partners. Welcome back, everyone. Now it's time for tip of the week. And this week, I think we need to talk about something that Ian talked to us about, which is listen, 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 and do not try and fix the person. Just listen to what's happening for them. That can be the most incredible gift that you can give somebody. You know, and the truth is, no matter what is happening for that person, they are not broken, you know. And if we can keep reminding ourselves that of that, it might help us stop trying to fix it. Because, you know... Honestly, Australians, we're, we're lovely people. We love to help people. But sometimes that's not the most f- helpful thing. That's not what the person needs. Sometimes all the person needs is someone to hear them. So, David? Yeah, look, it's interesting hearing you talk, Deb, just then, it, it brought back to my mind something that I, I'm pretty sure it was you and I discussed six or seven years ago, was that quite often people with a mental illness get treated like their illness. Mm. They get treated as a depressed person or they get treated as an anxious person or they get treated as a drunk person or a psychotic person. And it's one of the things that I really held on to is when I think to myself, I need to listen, 
I need to frame this person as a person. Yes. A person with depression, a person with anxiety, a person like my son with a substance misuse issue is a person first and they deserve my respect and care. And if I can frame it that way, go, I'm really interested in this person and I want to hear what they've got to say, you actually turn the, the whole situation around in your head. And rather than trying to go, well, what am I going to do to this person or do for them perhaps, yeah. you frame it as, what can I hear from them? What can I understand about them? What can I learn yeah, from what them? What can I learn from them? Because you know, all people with a mental illness are people first. And it's something that I go to great lengths to make sure that I talk about in every, every session that I run is treat the person as a person. Yes, not as an illness, not as a problem hmm. that has to be fixed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's that's it, yeah. Treat them as a person, not as something that needs to be fixed. Yeah. And I think, yeah, everybody will appreciate that. Oh, yeah. No and matter what their level of illness is. Well, being a woman who lives with a mental illness, I can tell you that I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, and I think that's important for everybody to hear. Hmm. A person with a mental illness is telling us, this is really helpful to me to just be listened to. Yes. All right, so we're coming up for the end of the week. There's a couple of things I'd like to remind everybody about. Don't forget, the first person who emails us every week gets a free course. All you have to do is email us at admin, A-D-M-I-N, admin at mentalhealthpartners.com.au. Give us a suggestion about what you'd like to hear about in our show and we will talk about that. And the first person who emails a suggestion every week, we will reward you, give you a free course. And that's valued currently at $330. Just email us. We'll take care of everything for you. If you want to call us, you can do that. That's 0402-749-850. Or if you'd just like to get some more information and perhaps contact us in a in a more casual way you can go to our website and that's mentalhealthpartners.com.au so that's it for another week deb thanks so much had a great conversation today and i'll see you and we'll be back with all our listeners next week yeah have a great week everybody <laughs>